Welcome to the Scan Bite Size. Global Health Insights in under 15 minutes. Waste workers, otherwise known as sanitation workers, are often also invisible workers, most of whom are in the informal sector. In India, as in the rest of the world, sanitation workers tend to be from the oppressed and marginalized communities with little access to healthcare and good quality health services. This despite their work being highly important to society and exposing them to various occupational hazards. In this episode of The Scan, we speak with Partho Mukherjee, a research assistant focusing on health systems at the George Institute. Partho is working on ARISE, a project aimed at improving accountability and governance mechanisms towards marginalized communities living in urban informal spaces. Welcome to The Scan Bite Size. My name is Marinka and I work at the George Institute for Global Health and I have the joy and pleasure of working with people from all over the world on their research projects and sharing what they do. So today I'm speaking with Partho, a researcher in India. We've had many discussions offline and it struck me that I was learning so much it would be worth recording and sharing for a wider group of people. Partho, thank you for speaking with me here. So Partho, tell us a little bit about your work. I work as a public health researcher and our team is uh, working on the health and well-being of waste and sanitation workers, which is spread across different cities in India. Uh, four cities we are currently working, which is Shimla in Himachal Pradesh and Delhi and uh, Bangalore in Karnataka and Guntur Vijayawada in Andhra Pradesh. And the thing is that all of these different sites have different modalities in terms of their geographies, in terms of their working arrangements. And all of these things affect the ability of patient sanitation workers to assess health services and to demand accountability. So we are trying to understand these different facets of access to services and accountability uh, in these different settings and then build up evidence and then uh, that evidence is being used in different ways for improving all of these things. Thank you. Okay, so choosing one of these sites, tell me a little bit more about the situation. So I would choose my own site, Bangalore, because I'm most comfortable in that. Uh, so the thing is that the waste workers that the group of waste workers that we are currently working with are l- largely migrant workers, mostly from Eastern Indian, Indian states. Uh, which are West Bengal, Bihar, largely West Bengal, almost 90%, Bihar and uh, Odisha, and uh, some workers from Northeast. And these categories of workers are mostly sanitation workers, but there are also some gig workers here and there because the sort of settlements that they live in, it's they are mostly mixed settlements. Uh, and the important part of waste work that they do which is sorting of waste into different categories, which further goes into the recycling part. This happens very close to where they live. Mm, It's very helpful. As a visitor, I've seen the conditions that you're talking about, often directly on the side of busy roads, and you can see the sorting for recycling happening there. It's a waste management and sustainability service I've come to understand, and it seems to be unrecognized. I wouldn't have known had I not spoken with you. So the settlements are where they live as well as where they do the sorting work. So in terms of sanitation, that causes a lot of problems because all the waste that's coming from the cities, it's very close to where they live and uh, that causes zoonotic problems and that causes uh, diseases like malaria, dengue, etc. because water gets stagnated and, and 
and also i mean the settlement the characteristic of the settlements itself is it's, these are largely informal settlements so the state is unwilling to or rather we could say that there is very less mechanisms for the state to get into these areas because these are migrant workers that they do not have voting rights so since they do not vote so the state sees no point into giving them these different services like water like drainage like electricity so there are so all of so the communities have to have they have evolved to make informal arrangements so that these things can be done and then these have additional costings i mean these are mostly out of pocket expenses right from what i can see the people have created their living um environments out of what they could find there's no formal roads or any other infrastructure as you say no water drainage electricity and the homes can be quite close together extremely dense yeah great well thank you i'd like to get into something else how did a rise project come about and um how long is it how when is it going to finish the arise project basically started in 2019 from a funding call from uh uh the uk ri united kingdom research and innovation so the project started in 2019 it's going to end this uh, to 2024 around may but we got a no cost extension so we might be pushing it a little further with by the end of september next year what is arise looking into can you tell me what you're finding out Yeah so multiple types of evidences we have collected for instance in Shimla uh, we have a lot of work on menstrual health and hygiene where based on the focus group discussions and in depth interviews we got to understand that uh, women uh, the access of different sanitary uh, and, and menstrual health products to women is limited by their uh, working arrangements for instance uh women will need for instance to use menstrual cups uh they need a separate space to sanitize them and to clean them and then there is associated stigma with these products so they can't do it in families and this is not just in shimla but also particularly in guntur vijayawada where the settlements are informal and uh, there is absolutely no space particularly in guntur vijayawada for these uh, separate spaces and because water is needed and there is no toilets there is there's is no water so what the women do particularly in vijayawada is that the the clothes that they pick up from the waste you know the the clothes that is discarded they use those clothes after washing them they use that for their menstrual health management in shimla it's a bit different but again the access to toilets is a big thing and when they are in their places of work they cannot do it so we have uh, evolved with a menstrual health management program where where in shimla we are closely working with the state uh, run hospitals and the state run hospitals hospitals have taken this up in terms of uh, collaboratively working and educating different communities about menstrual health and their bodies women's bodies and we are uh, trying to evolve processes in gunter vijayawada where even men can be involved in this yes that's right and that's just one of the aspects you're investigating in delhi and gunter vijayawada we finished the health and wellbeing survey which was a large scale survey of 10000 waste workers which spans across different types of works for instance formal informal and the different types of formality and informality and the sort of evidence that we have gathered is uh, largely points out to their access to services for instance the anganwadi centers which are 
the midday meal schemes and uh, that's just two different government hospitals so based on these evidences we have done a preliminary analysis and the communities in delhi have already taken up the advocacy work and they have submitted memorandums to the uh, local councillors for improving say for instance tanganwadi services or for for having a lo- more functional mohalla clinic which is the sort of equivalent of phc's public health centers in delhi sounds like you've discovered so much that might otherwise be unseen and great to hear that the findings are already being picked up and being used in cases for making improvements um so arise is so big with so many facets it might be difficult to answer my next uh, and final question if you could choose just one thing to change as a result of arise what would it be my ultimate aim would be that the state particularly i mean state as in the state governments as well as the national government becomes more sensitive to the issue of health and sanitation workers because these are largely invisibilized people whose contribution is very less understood in terms of their impact on public health and hygiene and these are the frontline workers who who were celebrated as the corona warriors so called so it would be really worth because also in terms of policies we have also done a policy mapping exercise where the policies are largely absent in terms of specific uh, catering to this specific group of workers uh, and the only recognition that started was around 2016 with the solid waste management report so after that uh, we do not see a lot of uptake of policies pertaining to the health and well-being of face workers and one thing that's important is that a lot of this work is being informalized and this seriously hinders this vulnerable section of the community of of the population from access to services because informal work means that they do not have regular jobs they do not have regular incomes they do not have uh, benefits like uh, employee state insurance and provident fund and access to services so i think it would be really worthwhile for the states to take this up and also i mean the general public has to of course be more sensitive to the people who clean their own houses simple as that yeah so a few things hoping everyone can be more aware of what is happening around them recognizing the value of roles people play and above all working with governments to make changes to improve condition for people in informal settlements so that everyone is better off thank you patho If anyone listening would like to find out more about Arise, we'll add a link to the consortium in the description of this podcast. Thank you again, Patho, for speaking with me and sharing this work, and I look forward to seeing what happens next. Thanks yeah. a lot, Monica. Yeah. Have you listened to our other episodes? Search the Scan podcast to hear more. We look forward to you joining us again soon.